0: Hello and welcome to Apex of Podcast. I just realized that we didn't plan anything for this intro. Oops.
1: We kind of didn't really plan much of anything for this episode, so...
0: Yeah, Yeah, uh, this is either going to be a really good episode or a really crappy episode. So if it sucks, I promise we'll do better next week. And if it's really good, I promise we will not do better next week. So (laughs) listen to both this and next week's podcast and tell us which one is better.
1: At the same time, you know, like, the Flaming Lips once released a record that was, like, on five different CDs and you had to play them all at the same time to get the whole songs?
0: No, but that sounds like something you would do. Yeah. One time... Do you, do you know what uh, Mario Paint... Well, you you know about Mario Paint, obviously. Yeah. You know about my exploits as a Mario Painter in 2008? Mm-hmm. So... For everyone who doesn't know, Mario Paint is a 1993. 2. 1992, won't well, you know more about gaming history than I do? Congratulations. <laughs> There's a 1992 Super Nintendo game called Mario Paint, in which, among other things, you can make pretty terrible music with like 12 instruments, and you can only use three notes at a time. And there are no sharps or flats. Well, somebody one day in 2006 said, This will not do. I will make it a free Flash game, and you can use five notes per line. And also sharps and flats. And thus the weird three-year craze of Mario Paint began. It's weird, because like Mario Paint videos get like no views anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's super weird. Anyway... I tried to cash in on the popularity of it in two thousand eight, but Levi kind of stole all the credit. Not our Levi, Muenberg. other Levi. Yeah, <laughs> Levi Muenberg, uh went from ninja to Mario Painter to farmer. Which is only slightly weirder of a career trajectory than ninja to farmer. Oh uh, yeah. Although I almost I just it. said Mario Painter to Farmer, but
1: <laughs> anyway. The Mario Paint Farming Ninja.
0: Somebody eventually figured out that you could apply what's called a sound font. Like, the there's a little Mario face, and it made, like, a little piano noise. But
1: it was mm-hmm. a, you
0: know, 1992 SNES piano noise. But you could, you know, hack... It's not hacking. You could create a file and swap out a file in the game's code. Well, actually, not even in the game's code, but whatever. You could swap out a file... And then it would make like a better piano noise, you know, something that was created in 1998 and not 1992, something like that. Mm -hmm. So a bunch of people made like higher quality sound fonts. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to make a song, but I didn't know how to make custom sound fonts. So Mm -hmm. I just put like three windows at a time with three different sound fonts (laughs) to make a song. And then it ended up not being synced and I was really mad. <laughs> so after all that. In fact, I entered that song in a tournament. We had a single elimination tournament.
1: And uh-huh. I lo-
0: and I won my first round matchup and lost my second round matchup.
1: Okay, keep on talking about your Mario Paint escapades, please.
0: No, that was that was it. That was that oh. was all of my Mario Paint escapades. Oh. I don't even right, know if it's going to make the final podcast. After all, that was kind of a stupid story. <laughs> but we really don't have any other stuff to talk about this week.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm going to Canada this weekend.
0: Oh, that's cool. Why are you going to? Oh, because of Double Dragon. Yep. I, I think I know. mentioned this last week, but I'm going to be spending uh, like a good chunk of my summer in rural Canada.
1: What what province?
0: Uh, I don't know. One of the eastern ones, Ontario or Quebec or both. Ah. So, like, you know how, like, sometimes for my company I have to travel for, like, a week and then just drive around aimlessly? Mm -hmm. That's the Reader's Digest version. I mean, we're obviously doing stuff. We're testing Mm -hmm. our map, database, whatever. Too much explanation. Anyway, um, I got put on it. We decided not to split the travel anymore and that half the people would do double the travel. And this is a very Reader's Digest version, I want to emphasize. So I got on the double the travel team, and for some reason we have a bunch of tests in rural Canada. And I'm kind of the closest person to rural Canada, so... Guess who gets to spend their summer in rural Canada?
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, wrestling news. Uh, for nobody that listens that cares about wrestling, uh... A guy, one that wasn't John Cena or Roman Reigns.
0: Oh, I remember how I was going to start this podcast now. Go on. Ladies and gentlemen, as we record this, the President of the United States is delivering a State of the Union to a very divided nation. Some of us find ourselves on the right, some of us find ourselves on the left, some of us find ourselves in the center. Me. That. Okay. There are very few things that our country can agree on. There are many hot-button issues, like North Korea, or abortion, or marijuana. And we find ourselves in a time of biased media on both sides, and fake news, clickbait articles, where it's hard to agree on anything, or even find out what's really going on. But there is one thing that unites us all. One glimmer of hope in the gray sky that is our culture today. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my proud duty to report to you that this past Sunday night, Shinsuke Nakamura heroically survived 45 minutes in the squared circle, eliminated John Cena with a Kinshasa knee strike, reversed a Roman Reigns spear into a Kinshasa knee strike, and heroically defeated Roman Reigns to become the Royal Rumble winner for 2018. This is where you pop. Yippee. That was a horrible pop. You just, <laughs> just, re- a, you just I, ruined I just, my entire segment. I just,
1: <laughs> I just... I just... I just imagine like a... Like, John Cena's, like, theme. Like, uh, like say on Raw, then all of a sudden John Cena's theme, hap- like, plays. And then all you hear is a bunch of little kids just saying yippee at the same time. And it sounds super creepy. <laughs> yippee, 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 yippee.
0: In order to get John Cena back over with his fans, Monday Night Raw will be proudly taped from Plymouth Elementary School. Okay. In a... I don't know, give me a generic last name.
1: Uh, Vinkelhock.
0: Monday Night Raw will tonight be taped from Mrs. Vinkelhoff's kindergarten class. And John Cena comes out and all the kids are like, yippee! (laughs) And like, John Cena just starts cutting your promo on like, I don't know, Elias. Because he seems to be feuding with Elias for some reason. And then Mrs. Winkelhoff is like, that wasn't very nice, now let's have a puppet show. And then Mrs. Winkelhoff is having a puppet show, and Michael Cole is like, this puppet show, something, something is Monday Night Raw rolls on. I just, I, right, I just want to, like, you know how that Australian guy has, like, the Fiverr account where he just says random things?
1: Raj. Raj. Oh my god, we need to get him to do the intro for Apex of Podcasts
0: fair point but i was going to I'm say that watched,
1: and you're watching ipex a podcast
0: i really i mean we don't even need to hire raj i think you got the voice down i, I was going to say i want Mauro ronaldo to do that he would get literally all of my money yeah <laughs> you okay, could ask okay what me. To, what what do we have here puppet show <laughs> We could get. I have tux? received a ten ninety nine R tax form in the mail. <laughs> Ownership permanently monitored, police traceable tattoo beneath. Mamma mia, to return to rightful owner, please call toll free. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> anyway, Shinsuke Nakamura won the Royal Rumble.
1: Yeah, that was well. I haven't watched really wrestling much at all. I used to watch wrestling like a ton, but I hadn't watched it much at all, like, for a year or more. Up until the past week.
0: Oh, sorry to interrupt, but I have breaking news. I I have found my haircut coupon. Oh, okay. I I lost my haircut coupon. I really need a haircut, so maybe I I will get a haircut by the time this uh, gets up on the air.
1: I got a haircut a few days ago. Uh, I need
0: mean, one so bad. I haven't gotten my hair cut in, like, a month and a half, and it looks be, awful.
1: Before that, I, before that, Dennis told me at the gym that I had Justin Bieber hair. <laughs> and, like, like, 2010 Justin Bieber hair. And then, like, I also, like, almost had a beard, and it looked super odd. Because I w- was sick, and I didn't feel like shaving for that long. For, you know, because, like... Why would I care about shaving when I was sick? And so I looked really odd. And I'm pretty sure, like... I'm too young looking to have a beard. Kind of like how the lead singer of Weezer once had a beard and he looked really odd. Like, I I feel like that's my same deal.
0: I know it looks awful, but I try to keep a little bit of facial hair. Because I look young to begin with. And after my LASIK, it made me look younger. Like, people mistake me for 16, and the first person who wasn't used to seeing me without my glasses, like, obviously my parents, my family all saw me, but, like, the first person who isn't my family who saw me was my landlord, and mm-hmm. she's lo- she just happened to be in the building when I came back in, and she's like, wow, you look so much younger. I'm like, no, that is horrible. That is not good. I don't want to look 13. I, I understand the idea behind like look ten years younger makeup, but that does not work if you're twenty four.
1: <laughs> that especially not be good for women. Then be then like, yeah, that'd be cre- 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 it. Doesn't the it, it's where our standards work that way? That comment doesn't seem as creepy like for guys. Like oh, you look ten. Oh, well, like, but because for girls, it-
0: because creepy guys are a thing.
1: Oh yeah, totally. I know. But, yeah.
0: Just to be clear. So Shinsuke Nakamura won the Royal Rumble.
1: Yep. Uh, that was awesome. I hadn't watched wrestling in like a year up in, because like WWE sucks and I kind of just grew out of it, sort of. And then, uh, you guys were watching NXT on Saturday and I watched it that, uh, Andrade Almas versus Johnny Gargano match and I was like wow this is actually a fun match to watch and then sure enough we watched the Royal Rumble and that was great
0: that was the best Royal Rumble ever
1: Oh my god I like forgot that Shinsuke Nakamura was in uh like in WWE kind of like I kind of, it, like I knew he was but I just didn't really pay attention I guess
0: Yeah he really has not done much
1: Yeah and oh, then, although, so actually I...
0: actually I lied I I thought about this So, Shinsuke got called up uh, two days after WrestleMania. He's been on three major pay-per-views since then, not counting, you know, Backlash and Great Balls of Fire or whatever. (laughs) Yes, everyone, uh, for those of you who are not aware, WWE ran a pay-per-view called Great Balls of Fire in 2017.
1: And the logo actually looked like a, uh, a member with testes. Which was really weird. Yeah, it, like
0: it, it was—it was a very phallic logo.
1: <laughs> yes, that's an understatement. It was a freaking dick.
0: Oh, so since you just got back into wrestling, you still haven't seen like any of New Japan?
1: No, I don't think I'm gonna get like super back into wrestling. But no, I, I, I know I'm.
0: I'm not even really into wrestling yeah, anymore. Like, I'm, like I'll, Royal like, Rumble smack. is like the like I didn't watch any of the December pay per view. Uh, what was it, Clash of Champions? Like, I, like, loosely follow it. Mm-hmm. But, like... Like, I'm... Like, I know what's going on. Like, I, 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 I have not watched any of the TV in probably mm-hmm. two years. Mm-hmm. I watched Survivor Series. Most of Survivor Series. It was... There was one really good match... Between Brock and AJ. I swear you watched that match with us, though.
1: Brock and AJ? Yeah. Yeah, I, I I just think I didn't really care about it.
0: Oh, yeah. It ended up being... Yeah, because we thought it was going to be horrible and they were going to squash AJ. And then they actually ended up making AJ look really good, even in defeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. Uh, I watched the end of Hell in a Cell. I did not watch whatever the Raw October was. I watched No Mercy and shouldn't have, because it was horrible. Uh, I watched at least part of Summerslam. I think I only watched it the end of Summerslam. What else was on Summerslam? I have no recollection of this. Anyway, my point was... Shinsuke Nakamura has been on three main pay-per-views. Summerslam, Survivor Series, and the Royal Rumble. Summerslam, his first Big Four pay-per-view. He has a match for the WWE Championship. Yeah. Which he loses, but he loses with shenanigans. Which, admittedly, to Jinder Mahal, who he later lost to Clean, which was simple, but thankfully Jinder's no longer champion and no longer relevant, so.
1: Hooray! That whole stint with Jinder as a champion still boggles my mind.
0: Yeah, because they wanted to sell tickets to an India tour. And then they canceled one of the two India shows. They stripped the title from him. Had him do a match with Triple H, which he lost. Like, after all that, he didn't even frickin' win on the house show. Mm Mm-hmm. I. Whatever. He won because he's on steroids.
1: Yeah, he has, like, for those that aren't. haven't seen Jinder Mahal, he has, like, these like, really puffy nipples, and, like, a bunch of back acne, and it's, like, gross, and it's, like, so obvious he's on steroids, because he's, like, so overly veiny, too.
0: Especially if you saw him from, like, four years ago, mm-hmm. it's so obvious he's on steroids. Like, even from, a, like, a year before he was champion, so obviously on steroids. hmm Also, he's Canadian. Anyway, so... Shinsuke Nakamura loses that. He's in the main event five-on-five match of Survivor Series, although Mm -hmm. I think he got pinned first, which was also simple. And then, without ever having so much as seen a Royal Rumble match, he lasts Mm -hmm. 45 minutes and eliminates Cena and Reigns in the final two. Mm -hmm. Like, the final two were John Cena, who is... John Cena, Roman Reigns, who is going to win the Universal Championship at WrestleMania, and Shinsuke Nakamura, and Nakamura eliminates both men by himself. Mm -hmm. And we were like all collectively losing our crap because we didn't think he was going to win. I know we were like so scared, and then he won.
1: Yeah, that was exciting.
0: Yeah. Uh, The women's Royal Rumble was fine.
1: It was better. It was wasn't as botchy as I expected, and I expected a lot of like really new NXT people, but instead there was a bunch of like really old women from like ten, fifteen, twenty years ago. Even like they got Jacqueline.
0: Oh yeah, she's fifty four and main evented a WWE pay per view. I think the idea was that they wanted to like reward all of these women from the past by having them main event the Royal Rumble
1: think, yeah, I get that.
0: Anyway, everyone was, s- like, or not everyone, but so many people are so mad about Ronda Rousey showing up. Like, when else were you supposed to debut the biggest signing in the history of your company? I know. Like, is she just supposed to show up on, like, the middle of the second hour of SmackDown? Do you want her to, like... Make a cameo appearance in the Mixed Match Challenge? Like, is she just supposed to, like, be an unannounced partner in a tag match on Fastlane? Like, how are you supposed to debut literally Ronda Rousey, who you've been wanting for years and is still a household name, even if she hasn't won a UFC fight since 2015? Mm -hmm. Like... Everyone knows who Ronda Rousey is. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Almost everyone. But, like, all of that media attention. And everyone's like, oh, she stole Asuka's moment. She didn't steal Asuka's moment. Asuka had a moment. Asuka had several moments, really. She's going to yeah, have a really championship much. match at WrestleMania in her first WrestleMania. Despite being. She, she's been on the main roster for three months and won the first-ever Women's Royal Rumble, which no one can ever take away from her. Was Asuka's win going to be all over ESPN and all over, you know, major news networks? No. But they covered Ronda Rousey because she's Ronda Rousey. Yep. So, what were you going to have her do? Make a really, really, really big impact, which she did! and yet everyone is somehow mad that WWE took the money. Duh! I know. WWE is a floundering product with all-time low television ratings. They just acquired literally Ronda Freakin' Rousey. What are you supposed to do? You put it on the second biggest show of the year at the very end, like you're supposed to do. Philip, do you have exactly. any Exactly.
1: I mean, I pretty much agree with you. But oh my god, you and Brian Alvarez would get along so good. Right?
0: Side note Brian Alvarez is a wrestling journalist and podcaster who we like because he gets really passionate and just shouts random things. I would ordinarily cut this part, but it leads into a running joke for the rest of the episode, so there you go. I mean, at this point, like, I'm pretty much Brian Alvarez. More or less.
1: (laughs) A ripoff Brian Alvarez. Cheese noodle! Uh-oh. That's one of my favorite Brian Alvarez stories. Wait, no, the bread one, just the new, the bread one oh, is yeah. <laughs> <great.
0: laughs> the They f- were out of bread. I think my favorite meltdown, I think really the only meltdown moment we've had on this podcast so far is during the in-room celebrations where I'm like, witches aren't real.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Or that time I broke the tape dispenser last week. By the way, make sure you're at your showcase for tomorrow. Okay. So, now that we've uh, devolved into wrestling and possibly other things, I don't know how much of that is getting cut. Probably a lot of it. We've been recording for like half an hour, and I think it's probably like seven minutes into the podcast right now, if (laughs) that. So, I was at Wendy's for dinner. Now, I I know I went on a whole rant about corporate shilling last week. I want to preface this with this. Preface this with this? What? Never mind. Wendy's does not need my advertising. If you're listening to this podcast, you know what Wendy's is. You know what's on their menu. They sell hamburgers, like, come on. You know what Wendy's is. The only reason Wendy's needs to advertise is, one, to make you hungry for Wendy's, or two, because they have something new on the menu that they want you to try, which, for the record, totally worked on several occasions. So I got thinking, like, I have some very strong fast food opinions. I wanted to bounce them off of you <laughs> righty, all right, first of all, this is not going to go over well, but McDonald's is inedible. Uh. like literally i hear you know how sometimes they do those like life hack videos or whatever, yeah, isn't there like a life hacker blog or something with yeah with whoever owns Deadspin now, like Telemundo yeah. or whatever anyway. Here's a life hack, everybody. You uh, you cook up some meat. It doesn't matter what meat. You take out the meat. I don't know. You, you, you make a meat stew with it or something. I don't care. You get all that grease. Or meat fat or whatever. Everything that's left in the pan. Yeah. You pour that into a fryer. And then you go to... Well, you, you presumably do this first. But you go to your local dollar store and you get a little box of chalk. You know, like... Teacher chalk, not street, sidewalk chalk. <laughs> you get like the chalk. little cylindrical white things of chalk. You get these things of chalk, and you put them in the fryer. And you wait like a minute for it to get a little yellow on the outside. Boom, McDonald's french fries.
1: <laughs> yeah, McDonald's has the worst fries They taste like chalk. Like Why do you taste chalk?
0: They taste like, I imagine, chocolate taste. I have, I, I do not have pica. I do not, nor have I ever had pica. That's not a rip on people who have pica. If you have pica, I mean, seek some help, but that's, you know, a thing What's that people pica? have.
1: What's What's that?
0: It's when you want to eat things that aren't edible. Like, have you uh, seen that one clip of the girl who eats couch cushions? Uh, Tell me you've seen the video of the woman who eats couch cushions.
1: I don't want to.
0: Well, okay. Well, we know it's uh, we know what we're gonna do after this podcast is done. I'm scared. No. <laughs> anyway, um. So yeah, their chicken nuggets, like, you know how sometimes restaurants put in like meat filler or whatever. Mm-hmm. Their chicken nuggets are 100% meat filler. Like, there's no way there is any meat. Like, I. I just went conspiracy theory mode earlier in this podcast that I think is getting cut. I am fully on board that there is no meat in the McDonald's chicken nuggets.
1: Dude, the McDonald's McDonald's new chicken tenders, though, are really good.
0: I have not had their chicken tenders, but I will not be going to their establishment anytime soon. So, (laughs) no, I I will not set foot into McDonald's.
1: I'm pretty much a super picky eater, so all I eat are... Plain hamburgers and chicken, whatever chicken. No, I won't even
0: eat the hamburger. Like, there's yeah. so much better hamburgers. Like, Burger King doesn't even have a good hamburger. Like, they're... Mm. They have fine chicken. They have decent french fries. It's like a gateway drug between McDonald's and any good fast food establishment. Mm-hmm. McDonald's is not, no no, 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 I will not eat McDonald's, it's horrifyingly disgusting. Also, Burger King's chicken fries are fine, and I have only eaten them the last 15 years at rest stops, because mm-hmm. there is nothing else to eat. Like, literally all of the rest stops, like, across Pennsylvania, and I think Ohio as well, the only actual food they have is Burger King. Uh I was at a rest stop. I'm trying to think of where I was coming back from. Oh, I must have been coming back from your house in December. Mm -hmm. And I was starving and they had a Panera. I'm like, well I don't want to pay $11 for Panera, but that's what food there is here, so I guess I'm having Panera. Because I'm not having Burger King if there's other edible food in this establishment. Sometimes they have like the ready-made foods or whatever. So I bought like a nine-dollar salad at Burger King once. It was in like a plastic box.
1: Nine-dollar salad.
0: Something like that it was really stupid.
1: Sounds like I can't believe you spent nine dollars on a salad.
0: I can't believe I spent nine dollars.
1: <laughs> that's that. That's where I was getting at.
0: Wendy's is really good, obviously. Oh um, yeah,
1: I love Wendy's.
0: Okay, we're we're sane on that.
1: Uh, I like to have chicken nuggets, fries, and a frosty.
0: See now, they're new. Those new chicken tenders. I you haven't. Were tried. Rant, you 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 were going on just like five minutes ago, not even five minutes ago, about how ch- good the McDonald's chicken tenders are. Yeah. And yet you choose the chicken nuggets at Wendy's instead of the really good chicken tenders. Like it's actually tried. like real chicken. Wow. Yes. Not like it's not chicken nugget chicken. It's like actual chicken chicken. Wow. Yeah. Wendy says I always like good chicken. Um I don't know how this is gonna float over with you, but I really like Taco Bell. Uh,
1: I the only thing I get are plain Dorito Dorito tacos. Like I get I, I don't like anything green. So all I have is the Dorito, the cheese and the meat, and that's it, and I like it.
0: Like, you don't even put, like, the sauce on it? Nope. Huh. That's weird. Um, yeah, like, they have, like, the fill-up boxes or whatever. Yeah. And, like, that's my, like, go-to work lunch, because there's a, actually a bunch of stuff nearby, but there's a Taco Bell. And I, I go there a lot. Well, not a lot. Like, once a month or less, which is a lot for me. Like probably, like two thirds of my restaurant consumption is between Subway and Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I mean Subway's sandwiches, like they're 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 good sandwiches. We don't need to go on about Subway, but like I don't know. You have you ever you never had a cheesy gordita crunch? No, you have not lived. And I, yeah. I I think I think I'm gonna have to put like a show cause on our friendship. <laughs>
1: Does it, like, have a, uh... What was it?
0: It's, like... Okay, it's a regular taco. Just a Uh plain-ass hard taco. They have some, like, cheesy ranch sauce on it. I'm not entirely sure what it is. I think it might just be cheese sauce.
1: Cheese noodle!
0: And then they get... Man, nobody's gonna get that reference, because I'm probably gonna cut it. They get, like... The sprinkle cheese or whatever, I don't know my mom calls it sprinkle cheese. I don't know the actual. One. I'm pretty sure it's just shredded cheese. They get like Spr- real shredded cheese, not like that waxy shit from the grocery store.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they sprinkle it on the outside of a pita. They wrap the pita around I think it's a pita. They wrap the pita around the regular taco. so it's sort of a combination of a hard and soft taco. I'm gonna look up mm-hmm. cheesy gordita crunch just to see what it technically is. Oh yeah, I spelled that right. Crunch. All right. So Taco Bell has some snarky ass description of it. For some reason, it's talking about like comets and video games and uh, it's nothing about the actual taco. Like they wrote three paragraphs. And it has nothing to do with the Cheesy Gordita Crunch. Like, at all. It's just, like, some random thing that makes no sense. Like, Mm -hmm. like, I, I enjoy the occasional funny corporate tweet. Like, if they're making, like, a funny reference, like, Wendy's has very famously had a funny Twitter account and a couple other... Fast food establishments followed suit with funny Twitter accounts. I think Taco I hate- Bell has a pretty funny one. Like, I'm I fine fun. with that. I want to learn what a Cheesy Gordita Crunch technically is. Like, Philip has never had one. So he goes on to Cheesy Gordita Crunch on TacoBell.com, and it's something about frickin' Taco Space Rock Comet is only visible one night every 95 years. Dumb shits! I want to learn what a frickin' Taco Bell cheesy gordita crunch is. <laughs> you I, can, get... I
1: can go to one of those really dumb food reviewers that just like chew way too loudly into the camera and, and like, like they're in their car.
0: Oh, you
1: know, yeah. Those... <laughs> huh. I a you really can... good
0: You can. If you order online, you can swap out the meat, like you can get steak on it. Evidently, uh-huh. that sauce is spicy ranch. I would not have Spice guessed. Room. It's not spicy at all.
1: It rhymes, so I guess it's kind of like the Outback Steakhouse Ranch. I
0: don't know. Literally the one time in my life I've had Outback Steakhouse is that one time your parents got Outback Steakhouse takeout. And they got like a salad. They So I was at Taco Bell a couple months ago. And they left out their breakfast salsa. I guess they mm-hmm. have like, you know the little sauce packets they have. Like, you you know that they exist. Mm -hmm. So, I guess they have a breakfast salsa pack. And it was, like, the best thing I've ever put on anything.
1: Breakfast salsa.
0: Like, why, why is this not a regular menu staple? Like, I even tweeted at them, and they didn't get back to me. I was so mad. Like, Taco Bell, if you're listening to this, leave out your breakfast salsa all day, or, like, mail me 378 breakfast salsa packets. It was really good. And now I'm salty that it's not on the regular menu. What was I? Oh, I cl- clicked out of Taco Bell. Um, do you get KFC ever? Yes. Uh.
1: Famous Bowls, oh my god. Yes!
0: Yes! Okay, are, are we. <laughs>
1: Friendship I, regained with. <laughs> is there, like, film. something less
0: than a show cause? That we can put on our friendship because I'm still a little salty that you haven't had a cheesy gordita crunch, but at yes. least we agree on the greatness of KFC famous bowls.
1: Yes, and now I really want. I'm gonna like try to convince my aunt to get me a a famous bowl tomorrow morning, like after I'm after I'm done with at the gym. Do they
0: even sell them that early?
1: Good point. They oh yeah, I'll they come
0: it. with that cookie. That, like, yeah, I, average-ass chocolate chip cookie. Yeah.
1: <laughs> McDonald's cookies are really good, though. But you wouldn't know.
0: That's true. I had a milkshake once at McDonald's. It was warm. Like, how do you even make a warm it, milkshake? It, McDonald's,
1: like, it depends. Like, n- like there's some McDonald's that are absolutely terrible.
0: You like, mean all? Well, okay, that, There was one McDonald's in my exceptionally. There was one McDonald's in my hometown that was notoriously run down and like the health inspector had to close it.
1: (laughs) Oh my god. Like everyone
0: knew that there was like so much crap going on at that McDonald's. It was just dirty and horrifying.
1: That's hilarious.
0: It it was yeah. And it's like one of like the old school McDonalds too, like one of the ones that was built in like the 1960s and never remodeled. But that's what you get for making a McDonald's in a poor part of town. Anyway. So, yeah. remember our whole conversation about bad opinions versus wrong opinions? Mm-hmm. Some dumb shit in a YouTube comments section posited the wrongest opinion in the history of wrong opinions. Now, YouTube comments sections are just... We, we've sort of discussed this before, I think. But Mm -hmm. YouTube comments sections are notoriously just lawless wastelands of horrible opinions. Yeah. Some dumb shit who I assume failed second grade and who I would posit is a menace to society had the gall, the nerve, to say that Popeyes was better than KFC.
1: What the? I've never really had Popeyes, but don't, I know that not. Don't bother.
0: Don't bother. Actually,
1: actually, I have had Popeyes, and it's not nearly as good. I've been to a Roy Rogers of all places, uh, mainly because of Ohio rest stops.
0: I'm not done. There's more. Okay. Well, no, that, w- that was his entire pain. So. Jeez. Oh, I took a summer class in Oakland one summer, and I had to leave before lunch, and it got out at, like, 2.30, and a nearby noodles and company was having a week-long deal of six dollar lunches, so I'm like...
1: Cheese noodle.
0: Yeah, actually, yeah, cheese noodle, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's the third time I've made that reference today.
0: Well, episode title achieved the description of this episode is going to be, Philip Says Cheese Noodle Bunch. <laughs> so I'm like, you know what, I'm going to go sample all of the other food around Oakland for $6. Oakland is a suburb in Pittsburgh where the University of Pittsburgh is. And so one day, I made the unfortunate mistake of going to Popeyes. I'm going to assume this was not the most cleanly of Popeyes. I think I was the only person there for a good chunk of this. So I ordered, like, I don't know, a three-piece meal, like a three-piece breaded breast or something. So I got a three-piece and a biscuit. First of all, KFC's biscuits are the bomb. Like, KFC and Red Lobster just need to control the world's biscuit industry. Like, all of the biscuits are now made by KFC and Red Lobster. All of them. And again, I am not one for corporate worship, but I feel very strongly about this. Like, all biscuits that are not KFC and Red Lobster need to be deleted. (laughs) Delete! Anyway. I I had to, I'm sorry. This nasty-ass biscuit. I'm, I'm sorry, it wasn't a biscuit. It was butter with some biscuit. It was a stick of butter with maybe a little buttermilk and cooked. Like, (laughs) I'm pretty sure it was, like, almost liquid from how much damn butter was on this biscuit.
1: (laughs) Paula Deen approves.
0: No! Paula Deen thinks it's overkill. Oh, God. And then we get to the main event. This nasty-ass chicken. Now... I realize my mom is a listener of this podcast, and I probably should not be admitting this on the podcast. That party fried chicken from Giant Eagle is terrible, and I hate it. I, I should have just admitted this two years ago, but it, it, is, it was okay the first time, but it is really not good. So, like, anytime my mom was going to be like, hey, I'm going to get some fried chicken at Giant Eagle, I'm like, Maybe get something else. I don't know why I didn't just say it was terrible. It started okay. It was terrible. Popeyes was like that, but with lower quality chicken and about a hundred times as much oil. Imagine that they just, I, I, I assume they just pulled these chicken things out of the fryer. Like these cheap ass chicken breasts, which in retrospect, I guess you get what you pay for, breaded in, I don't know, cardboard. They just pull them out of the fryer, they put them on the plate, and then they get the fryer oil and just start dumping it on the chicken breast. I imagine that's what happened, because I cannot think of any other reason how this chicken is so damn oily.
1: (laughs) Somebody peed on it.
0: No, no, it was oil. It was oil. It was not pee, it was oil. I have not tasted pee, don't even go there. I think I ate just under half of it. I think I paid like five and a half dollars for this, I'm like, wow, this is a really good deal. I'm going to have to start coming to Popeyes. WRONG! 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 I just woke up everyone in my building, and I don't care, don't ever eat Popeyes, ever. I mean, I do call it a fill-up box, which is kind of true, because after you eat about a third of it, you'll be so sick that you never want to eat again.
1: Throw up box.
0: Just don't ever eat Popeyes ever. There's KFC. There's Raising Canes. There's Roy Rogers. I never even had Raising Canes and I've heard it's wonderful. Roy
1: Rogers was okay.
0: My one friend worked for a shady chicken store in college and his third customer asked for drugs. Go there instead!
1: (laughs) Chicken store drugs. What the hell? Chicken store.
0: Restaurant. Whatever. Don't care.
1: <laughs> I'm going to the chicken store.
0: Don't care. <laughs> uh, what, oh, Arby's. How can we forget Arby's? I love how I just went on this massive rant about Popeyes, and I'm about to say that Arby's is good to very good. Like, I always used to get, like, the beef and cheddars, except with the regular bun and not that nasty onion bun. Mm -hmm. Arby's sauce is the third or fourth best sauce ever created
1: I've never had it
0: What the hell, Philip? I'm gonna have to drive up to Michigan Like, break into your house at 3.15 in the morning Which is when I'd get there And just slap you And then drive home and go to work tomorrow
1: (laughs) And just like Like, just throw a bunch of Arby's sauce packets on (laughs) me.
0: How do you not eat How do you eat Arby's without Arby's sauce? I don't know. They anyway. Arby's always has like a bunch of like random good new stuff. Like they had like a mm-hmm. cookie batter milkshake and a smokehouse brisket sandwich. They always have like what? all kinds of good. Yeah, they have a smokehouse brisket sandwich now.
1: No, I want I want the cookie batter milkshake. Oh,
0: I think it might be gone. Update the cookie batter shake it has been taken off the menu. Rest in peace, cookie batter shake. It was decently good. Oh yeah, I'm trying to think of where it was. I was. Driving home or to... Oh, yeah, that was that time I had to do a one-day loop to Buffalo. It was like Uh three and a half hours there and three and a half hours back, so it was like a 19-hour day. And it's like 10.30 and I'm driving home. And I pass by an Arby's. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so starving. I haven't eaten all day. So I pull through... Oh, actually, that's not true. I wasn't that hungry. So I'm like, alright, give me a pizza slider, and it's like roast beef and pepperoni sure and a small cookie batter milkshake and the woman is like all right that'll be two dollars what holy crap yeah it turns out if you go after like eight like all the stuff is like very inexpensive i know arby's gets kind of a bad rap but yeah arby's is good to very good i think i said I don't know. I, I don't eat the onion rings, but they, Oh! Curly fries! They have curly fries! Come yep, on,
1: the f- curly fries How do I forget the
0: curly best. fries?
1: Those are the best.
0: Yeah, Arby's is very good. We're gonna lose so many viewers between saying that Arby's is very good and Popeye's is inedible filth that I wouldn't feed my dead dog. <laughs> Rest in peace, Jesse.
1: Rip, Jesse.
0: Have you ever had A&W?
1: American and George. Uh, yes, I have had A&W. <laughs> anyway, um...
0: Yeah, A&W is amazing, and I actually, also, I have had a burger in the last three months. Huh, <laughs> forever that. Their burgers are, I mean, not Wendy's good, but they're good. Really, it's the root beer and the root beer floats that make A&W, A&W. Because, like, where else can you get a burger and a root beer float anymore? This is not the 1950s.
1: Cheese curds are so good at A&W.
0: Cheese curds. Oh, you know, like I think cool. I remember seeing cheese curds. and...
1: Little fried mozzarella sticks. Little mozzarella <sighs> nuggets. I think
0: I saw them and didn't end up getting them. Huh. Evidently, in Malaysia, they sell ANW waffles with ice cream. Uh huh. So, yeah, guess we're going to Malaysia. Alrighty. Uh, In N Out Burger. I had In N Out Burger for the first time in Austin. Uh, you had it in San Francisco.
1: Yeah, it was great.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, Hopefully someday I'll go back and have their shakes. I've heard they're also good. Uh, Taco John's is like a superior Taco Bell, but the Southerners have all the good stuff. I've heard Whataburger is akin to In-N-Out Burger. I've not had it. And on that note, let's see what Colin is up to today. I guess we're stopping now.
1: All right.
0: Well, that 70s game show music can mean one of two things. Bob Barker is getting his prostate checked, or it's time for the showcase round.
1: Bob Barker, prostate, what? Uh,
0: so, last week, uh, I had a $7.5 million showcase that I did not use, and should have used. So, I would posit that I beat myself, which by the transitive property means I won last week, Philip will read first what
1: is your showcase um okay uh my showcase this week is super lazy because if the past couple have been anything to go by i'm gonna win i'll buy a lot and piss off alex and he's gonna like throw stuff in the background and break Um, tape dispensers yes because of this my showcase is some crazy expensive sports memorabilia first up a baseball signed by Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Page, what, what? Why is this a thing?
0: <laughs> Did you say a baseball?
1: Yes, a baseball signed by Charlotte, Sasha Banks, Page, and Becky Lynch. All the information I could find about it didn't say it was like, it, I guess, just, it's just a baseball signed by them, I guess. Never, wait, wait, we'll give you that, but we found a baseball sound, signed by actual baseball players and not wrestlers. Uh, This one is probably the only one of its kind in existence. It's a baseball signed by the entire 1930 New York Yankees team. That means like Babe Ruth and Lou Gehrig. Plus like 28 other people you forget. Uh, It exists. I can't believe it exists. It's probably like the only one of its kind that exists. And then next, another signed ball, but this time it's of the basket variety. It's uh, not signed by just one, but two legends of basketball. Somehow, this was signed by both LeBron James and Magic Johnson. No, Colin, no AIDS jokes right now. But <laughs> you, you can you can do your AIDS jokes later, but not right now. Uh, finally, here's a car. Prepare yourself.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, is it over? I was reading a book.
1: <laughs> uh, this BAR-006 was driven to ten podiums by... podiums! By Jensen Button in the 2004 Formula 1 Championship.
0: Is that the real name?
1: What, the BAR-006?
0: No, Buttman.
1: Button. Like oh. Button. Like oh, I thought button.
0: it was Buttman. Like, oh. Buttman. Alright, now is it well, over? That's
1: why I was like, what? If you thought this Jeff Korn car was bad, this packs a V10 engine with over 900 horsepower that is guaranteed to make anyone within three blocks windows break and everyone's ears bleed. This doesn't actually cost as much as the Jeff Korn car, though, so... But it still costs a lot. Anyway, yeah. There's mine.
0: Great, I bet a dollar.
1: Uh Uh-oh. I'm scared. I'm scared.
0: By the way, I've already told Colin and several other members of Squad what my showcase is this week. I'm scared. This showcase is full of things that sound expensive, but actually aren't. First, it's 35 quadrillion Zimbabwe dollars. Which sounds like a lot, but in 2015 it was worth just $1. Next, tungsten is a rare metal, but it's so cheap that it's used as filament in light bulbs. So here's a full kilogram of tungsten. This 1.5 inch cube weighs 2.21 pounds and surprisingly dense. I think I missed a helping verb in there. I'm not sure why this exists, to be honest. And finally, a new car! The 2018 Mitsubishi Mirage ES comes with standard features like air conditioning and absolutely nothing else. It's so cheap, a contestant on the Price is Right took $1,500 and passed on a 75% chance of winning this car. It's so cheap, it's actually worth less than the Ford Pinto in your showcase last week. And this showcase full of stuff I can't imagine you'd want can be yours if you manage not to overbid.
1: Does it explode as much as the Ford Pinto? <laughs> uh,
0: I, I would say no. I don't think there's really much in the engine that is combustible.
1: Alright, what was the second item again?
0: It was one pound of tungsten.
1: The third item, I mean.
0: Oh, it's a Mitsubishi Mirage.
1: Alright, so for, all right, first item is a dollar. <laughs> Second item is tungsten. One kilogram. But you said it's. Cheap. You're, you're gonna screw me over on it. I don't. Okay, I bid two dollars.
0: <laughs> what an intense showcase round, everybody! Alright, I bid a dollar on an authentic Formula One car.
1: <laughs> and signed balls. Yeah, um... Did you not look, pay attention? Uh... You, kn- you know what the other items were?
0: Yeah, a signed baseball by the New York Yankees and a signed basketball by LeBron James and Magic Johnson. My plan was to have you overbid on my showcase, which clearly failed.
1: <laughs> I, I I I caught that, I caught that. Okay. Um. Anyway... Actual retail price of a baseball signed by four women wrestlers, a baseball signed by the 1930 New York Yankees, and a signed basketball by LeBron James and Magic Johnson, and a 2004 Formula One car. Actual retail price, $124,185, which means the difference of $124,184. All
0: right, I'm glad I didn't try to bid on that, because I would have massively overbid. Yeah. All right. Your showcase consisted of the Zimbabwe dollar, whose economy crashed, a pound of tungsten, which was worth $140, a kilogram, excuse me, and the car that was worth $13,395, giving this showcase an actual retail price. Of 96,711,798,852,993. For a difference of 96,711,798,852,991. I win! And you said the 7 million one was dirty. (laughs) Well, I mean... (laughs) (laughs) It... <laughs> what,
1: was, what was the... What, what, yeah, it
0: turns out the Zimbabwean economy got their crap back together. The other two prizes were decoys.
1: Yeah, well, I... I for some reason, I was... I knew that they changed it, but I still thought it was... Alright, right, a Geizo. See, what I... <laughs>
0: this is probably going to get cut but the most surprising thing is zimbabwe has an economy oh no that's staying that is definitely staying. but like what what
1: i find see i was thinking zimbabwe I, i knew that they like like completely they've introduced a new Zimbabwe dollar, but I assume I just assumed that one went to shit as well, you know? So Oh, well,
0: you assumed wrong.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I missed out on being the richest man in the history of everything <laughs> ever. Uh, uh you like, you were bidding
0: uh, on what's more than the of GDP of it. the entire world.
1: Yep. That's <sighs> what I yep.
0: I don't think that many Zimbabwe dollars exist. Actually, you know what if they did if he did win he would automatically lose because they have to print so puts and automatically crash their economy again.
1: <laughs> actually, actually, I'd be—I'm pretty sure I could buy the entire world. Uh, so that's cool.
0: Well, you don't because I will be driving to work tomorrow in my authentic F one Jensen Button thing car.
1: Yeah, w- want to hear how like screechy the engine is? No. Okay, nice to our <laughs> listeners. That's pretty much it.
0: Okay. That wraps up our podcast this week. Uh, sign off, guys.
1: Bye. Hi.
0: Also, Colin's here. I don't know if we ever introduced him. And I'm Alex, reminding you, Shinsuke Nakamura won the Royal Rumble yeah! here! Yay! Yippee!